Good morning, good afternoon, or good night, wherever you are. I'm your host, Justin Krause, and you are with the Talk of the Code, where we talk about the book, Code Talkers. Week four, baby. Week four. Let's go. Yes, we love enthusiasm from Ferg. Javon, you don't seem as excited. What's, uh, what's, what's up going on? What's going Where's on? your enthusiasm? I think that was a little overdramatic how we started that. Oh. So. How dare you? Over dramatic. Over dramatic. I think it was under dramatic. I'm pretty excited. I think it was under dramatic. Want me to add one of those? Yahoo! Yes, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. Uh, so today, you know, we'll be talking about something a little different. We'll be talking about resilience, and uh, I think we should start off by saying what resilience means to all of us. So, um, anyone want to go first? Okay. I, I, I noticed how Javon was like. Yeah. Uh, he, 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 was he, was, he has enthusiasm now. He was raising his hand. Let's hear Javon. Yeah, so um, resilience to me is the ability to take something negative, such as an injury, and come back better than ever. So, like, if, if you have, like, a broken leg or something, and it heals up, and you're feeling all great, that's perfect. You, you just, you're resilient now. There you go. I think yeah. I agree with that. Right. Right. Let's hear Lucas. Well, you know, Ferg did raise his hand, so I I pray that he has a good definition of resilience. Let's hear it. I think resilience is like where you get shot down and you come back two times stronger. You know, so that's actually really good. That's, that's actually really good. Yeah. Uh, Caleb, you want to go I just, that? I just think it's when <laughs> you're, you're struggling through them uh, hard times, you know, and you just got to bounce back. You got to get right back to where you started from. I think we all have the same keep, definition. You can't keep being down. You got to work forward. <clears throat> I think we all have the same definition. Because I'd yeah. say my expression of that, you know, you know, being able to take a beating but still being able to get back up and, and keep fighting for what you want and believe in, I, I would say that's my definition of resilience. And uh, let's go back around. Let's start with Javon again. Uh, when, when was the time you were resilient in your life? Um, I can't think of anything right on the spot. Um, like how I brought up with what it meant to me, actually, like years ago, like when I was younger, I, uh, I fell off my bike in my grandma and grandparent, uh, grandma and grandpa's driveway, which mm-hmm. is gravel. Ouch. I, uh, slammed my head. And now I have a big old lump on my face. That's where that comes from. Probably why I feel too good, man. Imagine that hurt. I mean, like I was in the driveway. There's <laughs> you, you didn't no really reason to have home. a. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but you know, you should always follow the rules. Safety first. Helmets, knee pads. At least I don't have whole brain damage. Nine yards. Look, he's resilient. resilient. He is. Yeah. He is a perfectly functioning human being now. <laughs> right, With man. a bump on his head. Ferg, how about you? <laughs> Mine would have to be when I got arrested twice. Oh, no. Twice? Yeah. Well, let's elaborate hey, on that first. Where so was like, the resilience? I came back, so, like, I was in a naughty time in my life where I was doing naughty stuff. Then I got arrested doing naughty stuff. Now I came back better than ever doing naughtier stuff. Then, then you got arrested again. <laughs> so you came back have stronger. criminal resilience. Yeah. Is that it, Ferg? Uh, you see what I'm saying? I, I don't understand that, Ferg. We shouldn't yeah, be talking. We shouldn't talk about criminal resilience on yeah, air, Ferg. No, they're listening. listening. No half sentence. That's all I gotta say. No half sentence. He's a different human being. Different, okay. all right. Yeah. yeah Maybe we should get this started at our uh, the beginning of our book club talk, right here. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Caleb, so, what about you? Me? Uh, what, what do you see that's new in the book so far? I, I gotta talk. We gotta finish. I gotta talk about how I was resilient. Justin's oh, gotta talk about We can skip my resilience. No, I want to hear your resilience. But I'll, I'll, fin- I'll go first. So, me, personally, I think it was... I was at a really low time in my life when my grandpa died because he was, like, my best friend, like, away from my friends at school. You know what I mean? Like, you have that yeah. one person that, you, like, it's always there for you. You do shit with, stuff with. And, Don't uh, cry, man. I'll cry for you. We're going to have a little crying party over here. So, yeah, I had to struggle through them times of uh, when my grandpa died. We know, Caleb. I can relate to that. I was really close with my grandfather and both of them. But, you know, unfortunately, when I was in eighth grade, they both passed away one month away from each other. So I'd say my time of resilience was probably quite similar to yours. You know, I did sit in a basement for two weeks just drinking booze in eighth grade. But, uh, you know, I no longer sit in the basement for weeks on end and, and drink booze. I'm proud of you, Justin. So, you know, we all have our battles, but luckily, most of us have resilience, and so we bounce back from our troubles. All right, well, uh, Javon, why don't you you get me started off with, uh, (coughs) what's new in the book this week? What's going on? So, um, in June of 1944, uh, the Marinera, Mariana... I think that's how you say it. Mariana Islands uh, became the next targets of the Marines, like island hopping campaign. Like I just put that in my. I thought it was too. the Marina Islands. I have to. I yeah, it was the Marina Islands. I think that wouldn't explain the A. <coughs> I think Marina is just spelled like a really messed up way, isn't it? I don't. I know. couldn't tell you that. I we did know. not do the research on. The islands, unfortunately. No, we just did the book. That's that's about it. Anyway. Uh, So it was called Operation Forager, and it was under the command of Admiral Nimitz and Marine General Howling Mad Smith, which is just a a nickname for him. That's obviously not his real name. But uh, he got so angry all the time at the Marines that that he got that nickname. I think uh, I think my favorite part about like chapter twenty, which we are uh, going off of notes right now on chapter twenty. So I think that my favorite part of chapter twenty is Ned was reunited again with Georgia Boy and uh, Smitty. I really like that too. Yeah, it's a good time for him. Good time. Yeah, and then their first objective. Wait, boys! I don't think we ever talked about how. We think that is resilience, our main character here. Oh, yeah. no, we did not. Stripped away I certainly have an idea. What's well, your Javon, since so, you have an idea? Remember back in the beginning of the book when he was sent off from his parents to go to a boarding school? Yeah. That, and then That's he was stripped tough. of his culture. That's exactly, tough. yep. And that was He had awful. nothing. He had nothing. Nothing he, he, he had nothing he learned all of his life. That was totally stripped from him. And he had to learn a new way of life. With the exactly. And he had to push through that. In my opinion, times. boys, I don't see a single part in this book where Ned hasn't shown resilience. Resilience, yes. He's shown resilience throughout the entire book, whether it's before he's shipped off 
and he's showing resilience with his contributions. He's had his back faced against all odds a whole book. Or until after he gets to the Pacific and shows resilience against the Japanese. Yes, I, I, uh, I also noticed that he doesn't like blame anybody else for his troubles. No, actually, he takes his troubles like like a man. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like he he accepts it, and then he like you know it is what it is. But you know we can't just quit. I feel like that's his mentality. Yeah. What would you do, Justin, if you were in his shoes? Would you give up? Or if I was in his shoes, I don't know. I can't imagine being in his shoes. It's a hard thing yeah, to imagine. Having your culture stripped and having no. And then going to so, uh, the same people that. Ned, he was selected for the Southern Task Force, and yeah. uh, it did say in the book that he was uh, really grateful that he was not selected for the Northern Task Force. So that just shows that he he was not a big fan of the Northern Task Force. Like, he wanted to be with the Southern Task Force. Yeah. Well, I feel like that was also because the Northern Task Force suffered a lot more casualties and whatnot yeah. than the Southern Task Force, they you know? I mean... Every man is scared of something. Maybe Ned is scared of combat. He's scared to die. I mean, but can you really blame him for that? Uh, I, mean, I think that the Japanese, the Japanese were a hell of a, a fight. You know, they had they fought to the death, and that was the only way they saw honor. Yeah, it was dishonorable to come back alive. It was. So. It was. And they had kamikaze planes, bonsai attacks. It's all, it's all crazy stuff. You know, their honor system is quite bizarre. Yeah. Well, uh, they said that the Northern Task Force was uh, taking uh, Saipan. Uh, Ned's uh, division was uh, being prepared to land at Guam. Really? While, yeah, while mm-hmm. the Northern Task Force was uh, taking on Supan. That's what I read. Okay. Uh, yeah. Boy, if we need to rename this but, book. But, but the, the, the landing was delayed by two months. <laughs> yeah. Boys, if we had to rename this book, what do you suppose we'd rename it? Kill the Japs. Why? Why? The Ferg, Ferg that's... Because we don't like the Japs. That's you. What? I mean, nowadays we don't. Well, like, we do. No, I mean, no, no. Yeah, nowadays we can't just say the kill Japs. the Japs. Japs could even be taken as... Slightly of a slur yeah, nowadays. A slur. I love Asian people. Why? Well, then you say kill all the Japs. That's not a good look on you. Okay, no, Fern, we'll, we'll take your your name as an honorable mention. Justin, Maybe we'll come back to it. What would you say? Because we might agree, me and Javon. I think I would name it something like really cliche or cringy, like Navajos in the Pacific. Something like that, or Navajo. I think Guam. I understand so, what you're talking about, but they're not like in the Pacific the entire book. So the Navajos kind of, versus the Japanese, you know, something like really cliche. I think you'd have to throw something in there about the code talking part of the books. Yes, still because that's like the main objective. Even though the bu- even though the book is already called Code Talkers, does, like I'd think you'd have to. Does Navajo language have like a special name in Navajo? Or is it ju- is it just referred to as Navajo? I speak Navajo, because then like that would be the language, right? Navajo versus Japanese, right? The language of yeah. the Navajo. Navajoian. Yeah. What about you, Jamar? Um, actually, I really like the name. 
that it already has. Code Talkers. It's a. Uh, it is simple, a really good name. But it is straight to the point. It's straight to the <laughs> point of what the book is. Yeah, exactly. And you know, just hearing that though, I I also wouldn't assume that it was about Native Americans fighting the Japanese in World War Two. You know. That's true. Mm-hmm. You know, I I assume it, it has tells, something to do with It tells code. you. It tells you nothing about Japanese and the war. And by the cover of the book, I think if you just heard the name, you wouldn't think war, right? But if no. you saw the cover of the book, right, you you see dog tags, I believe. Yeah, dog so tags, you know it's about colors. war. You know it's it's darker in color, and you know like it gives you that sense of like not dread, but you know like you know, how Dragy. war is like dark and yeah. and whatnot. It sets the tone. Yeah. But the name does not. If I heard Code Talkers. I'd probably think of more like a spy theme, you know what I mean? Because, like, yeah. spies are always associated with secret codes yeah. and whatnot. But, yeah, I wouldn't think of Native Americans in the Pacific. If you could rate this book out of ten, what would you give it? Eight, nine. I'd probably give it a nine. I'd give it a seven. Seven or it, eight. It is, it is filled with action. Like, action. there's stuff going on all the time. They are being moved. They are moving all over. It's good history. Bro. And you know the reason I don't give it a ten is for is kind of for that reason. You know I feel like it's really easy to get lost in this yes. book. Yes. Because there's so much going on and there's so much information. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Otherwise, I think I'd give it a ten. But for that, for information sake, I'm only gonna give it a nine. That's a good way to put it. Well, boys, you know, it's good to be back, but I I think we're about to run our course for this episode. I can't think of much else to talk about. Oh, I, well, I'd like to address one thing very shortly. Um, in my absence, my my good friend, Lucas Ferry, informed you all that I was arrested. Yeah, all right. And uh, Javon did not correct him. I was not arrested. It's a great selling point. It is selling a, point that, against that, my hey, aim. Hey, that that was pretty. That was, I, I was not that's arrested though. That brings this in. Is, I would keep watching slander on my name. I'd keep listening if I heard one of the group members got arrested. Yeah, yeah me too. But I mean, I wasn't arrested. It's fake news. You gotta it's do like, what you gotta do, dude. It's kind of like fake news is all over nowadays. Yeah, it really is. It's it brings, every, brings people every in. news site. It's just terrible. Well, boys, I suppose that's all she wrote. So I think we should close this one out. What do you boys think? Sounds good. I'm Kale Braff. I'm Lucas Fur. Javon. And this is Justin Krause. Have a wonderful rest of your day wherever you are. And uh, catch us next time on Talk of the Code.